Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. There's a new king in town. Who? Dermot Bannon's ratings have come in and he's whooped the Late Late Show and the Tommy Tiernan Show. Well, he had had a long break. I don't think there'd be new room to improve since before COVID. They were playing old ones and everything. Yeah, so that's what, that gives him a shot. And they were a very nice family and they did an awful lot nice of Nice house in the end, wasn't it? It, it was, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in behind, uh, not so like people have dresses, but uh, the mill house in, in yes. Salorgan, was it near there? A lot of houses being done up around there. Yes. Logan Paul is announced as the uh, Miz Tag Team partner for WrestleMania. Logan Paul is set to star in this year's WrestleMania. What? Are, why? Miz Tag Team. That, sounds, that also sounds sinister. Was Miz. Oh, Miz. The, the YouTuber was revealed this week as the tag team partner of WWE star The Miz. The Miz. You don't be messing with The Miz. No. The He's pair is set to go head to head with uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio in the hotly anticipated event at the. Uh, I'm Nobby Mysterio. <laughs> Mysterio, Nobby, all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please get up out of your seats for social media megastar Logan Paul. Oh my God. What? Respect, Rey Mysterio. You're a WWE legend and all, but uh, I got pool toys bigger than you, bucko. If this jackass is who's going to be your partner at WrestleMania, we accept. Oh, it's not just a panto; it's the Gazy Panto. Your ma? No, no, no. Your ma. Logan is just trying to be, and that's not saying much. He just—he's just copying McGregor. He's an Aldi McGregor. He really is. And actually, that's... I don't know where we got McGregor from either. No disrespect, Aldi. <laughs> well, they're always shouting at each other. Shouting, yeah. Shouting seems to be the thing. Ant Middleton forces celebrity SAS stars to strip naked during a task. So there's a new series of celebrity SAS has landed in Australia. Ant Middleton, I think, has been cancelled on... Is he the beard 4. fella, no? He's the beard fella, yeah. He was kind of anti-vaxxer or something and he left the Channel 4 to go and do a show down in, Channel, down in Australia. He'll be back. Listen, Ant, can you just go to Australia till all this dies down? You're really good for ratings. Come back then. Oh, no, he's gone, gone. Okay. I, think, I don't know what he did, but or what happened, but like, yeah, he's left. He's, but he's doing the show down in Australia. And uh, after explaining the task, Middleton asks Gilbert what he does for a living, which he replies, 
He was a reality star. I've done Survivor and then done The Bachelor, like two completely different shows, but this is something new and I'm, I'm excited for it. I want this course to be the hardest thing I've ever done. I want this to prove to everyone that I am this tough alpha male. When I set you on fire, I'm going to step back, maintain eye contact until I give you the command, go. Yes, sir. What you do? I've uh, been on a couple of reality TV shows, but... No, you're one of them is <laughs> you? Oh, I work as a... I don't want to know it anymore. Don't I don't know. Boring me. More Fs because it's Australia, is it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. He never said anything like that now in the other one. No. Are you sound then, though? <laughs> and uh, a woman has been cancelled because she said men under five foot seven don't have human rights. What? She's a pro gamer. Three more details on the way. It's F104. Just a few days to go. Something I noticed on the way in today, Nobby. Uh, yes. I'm driving along and it's dark, yeah? Mm. Although uh, it's getting blue now so in one half of the sky. I'm coming up behind a bus and the bus, yeah. I think, why is that bus going the wrong way? What do you mean the wrong way? Like, Well, it looked like... Direct, was it driving, was it playing chicken with a bus? It looked like it was pointing towards me, but it was going away from me. Right. But they've changed the, on some of the new buses. They've... It said, like, you know, uh, Phoenix Park, wear a face mask, wear a face mask, 46A. Like the front of a, ba- a bus. Yeah. But this is on the back. Right. Are they new buses or something? They must have. The, so, usually the back of a bus would just say 46A, right? Yeah. This has all the, had all the bells and whistles that the front has. Where's well, Francis Bourgois when you need him? So, I think it looked like the front of a bus from the back. Okay. So, you know, Are the you phrase, sure he wasn't just. You, you, it looked like, like the, the back of a bus. This looked like the front of a bus. There's no back of a bus anymore. It looked like the it looked like the front of a bus, but it wasn't. When I got closer, then I went, "Oh, they've changed the signage." Right. And in the dark, it could be misleading. So the okay. Do you know what I mean? God, I'm confused. Yeah. The what color was the gym? Green, green yeah. and yellow. I don't like those green buses. You know that? They're the low emission ones. Oh yeah, you can stick low emission on everything. It's still diesel powering it. I don't understand what's going on in Russia. Right. I'm not afraid to say it. So yeah. Russia are invading the Ukraine, right? What's going to happen with there now? Happy over to you. <laughs> so Vladimir is basically a lunatic. He <clears throat> says, oh, okay. He says every Russian person will be on his side, but yeah, that also comes from the man. If you don't vote in Russia, you get fired. Yeah, you lose your job. So it's it's kind of a different place to what we're used to. Uh, there was a video last night circulating that someone had taken the time to put English cap, uh, subtitles on the video because there wasn't an English version. At all on on media. I was trying to watch it. He was doing it. He was doing his, you know his live report to the, the Russian people. Yeah, yeah. And he was just doing a lot of history stuff. And I, 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 I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say I, I put on Home and Away instead. <laughs> Sorry, and I do it again. You know he's a granddad. Is he? He's, he's very fit looking for his. For he granddad. is like he, he's he's definitely seventy odd. So when they're saying that the NATO are scrambling planes and the United States are on high alert, look, what's going to happen? Where know, is this going? I, I don't really know if you want to take on Russia, you know. Well, what, can we not send the Kerry fishermen in? To no, no, that was just to say, get out of our back garden. Well, can like, they not go in and say, hey, lads, no, calm it down now, calm it down. Take you ages to sail to Russia anyway. And it's too cold. Okay, well, look, that's just, that's my only suggestion. Does anyone know? It's not- so will China and America get on to take on <coughs> Russia? Fuel costs are going up. Well, that's 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 happened anyway. Well, they're going to yeah, go up even probably more. Probably two euro now later. Energy costs. You'll be, you'll be pushing your car. You won't be able to put petrol into it. You'll be pushing it, running into the seat while there's a bit of motion, getting back out again, pushing it. And how does Russia and Ukraine affect? What, what are they in charge of? Everything. I know, but what, what fuel sources are we going to be punished by? Them? Definitely gas. Gas. Probably oil. We had gas. We sold that. 
Yeah. Off can sail there. Yeah, oh, let's just get do? rid of it. Instead of instead of making sure we uh, heat all the homes in the country, we'll just sell it to some other country. Although I did hear a cool thing the other night. Now again, it's coming from the source, this energy provider. So I'd love to know a bit more about it first before I believe them entirely. But there's been nights recently where two thirds of Ireland's power at night time has come from wind for the entire country. Oh, well, especially during bloody, the storms. Yeah, that's it's pretty bloody cool. I know. Yeah, I was talking to somebody who had uh, the solar panels put onto their house. Yeah, you get a little app, and you can see and when on a windy, uh, on a sunny day, you can you can see how much energy is getting stored. You can charge your electric car for basically free with your solar power, but uh, these are kind of luxuries at all for people. Yeah, I know solar well, powers and electric the future, cars. Though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, eventually um, when we so, can all afford them. So you can't explain it to me. Nobody can. Everyone seems to know what they're talking about on Twitter, but I, I don't know what's going on. To be honest with you, Nobody, I'll be honest with you. Builders are the best lovers, <laughs> are they? Yes. Why? But they never come. When they Sorry? say they will. No, they never come when they say they will. This is a headline in the papers. Not that... You're always... You always bring it... Sorry, hang on a second now. You said the builders are the best lovers and then you say they never come and yes. then you pause and then when no, they say they will... Pause. I didn't you did. pause. I didn't. I think you find you did. Look, it's there. It's a headline. I'm not messing. This, that's, I'm just <laughs> reading think you are messing. Me. Tradesmen who work with their hands make the best lovers. But they never show up then. Because they're always busy. Busy what? Working. Took four of the top five slots. slots. Plasterers. Did he pause, everyone? Plasterers were first. First at what? Arriving? Top of the list. No, no, not arriving. (laughs) Plasterers are the best lovers. Right. Well, that's the thing going on still. That's a skill. It's a high, that's a high-end skill. When you see a really good plasterer, it's like, wow, that's that's cool. But also, sometimes plasterers, uh, if you don't mind me saying so, you're Muppets. When you you plaster over cables and things have to be chased again, when it's clearly sticking out of a wall You were talking about one plasterer there, not all the Muppets. Uh, It was an experience I had. Okay, that's a bad experience. There's some great plasterers. I'm sure it's, of course there are, of course. And they're great lovers. Right. Um, electricians are second mechanics builders and plumbers are also featured in the top 10 how does anyone like these are these are these are people someone, who are good with their hands so if you're good with your hands well then you have to put surgeons into the list and painters into the list carpenters I'd say yeah if you're creative I'd say if you're botanists if, you're, if you've got a good stroke of a brush right of you know if you're, cre- if you're making if you're making beautiful art I'd say you'd be great in the old sack Physios. Physios, I'd say, yeah. Great in the house. Well, so there you go again. Anybody, who's, uh, anybody who works in the medical industry, they, they all seem to just... They, They're all lunatics. Yeah, lunatics, because they see so much death and destruction and hor- horrific stuff. They just, they party like it's 1999. They do, Jim, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <sighs> so anyway. <laughs> well done, the plasterers. Are we in a bar, are we? <laughs> I thought a bus was driving towards me this morning because it looks different at the front. This <laughs> is it's an observation. Uh, an never, observation. That's the yes. law, and that's a fact. They've never had the, the full signs on the back of a bus before. No. Now the back of a bus looks like the front. Did you get the reg plate? Because no. if, you, if, you, if you got that, we'd all I figure was, out I, it's I a new bus. Driving along past UCD, and I thought, that bus looks like it's going the wrong way. I must tell Nobby about that later on. That'll be a, a, a very interesting thing to bring up. A great observation. The listeners will love it. Yes, he did pause. 100% that was a pause. And no. he spat my tea out. No pause. Yeah. We'll listen back to the tape. You know, everything's recorded. They're unreliable with their timekeeping. Right. There's another way of putting it. And they never go. Call- <laughs> 
another job on this week, love. Sorry. I didn't say what Wednesday, did I? Uh, there is no lower saloon rear window on the back of the bus now, the new buses. So that's how... How can it look like the front? Yeah, look, Ray, I wouldn't worry about it. I'd say he was half asleep. He was... Ray's just wondering, Jim, um, there's no rear window on the lower part of the bus now. So how... So there'd be no windscreen looking. Yeah, no. The rest of the the bus, and this very, he's made a very good point there. Is it was completely in darkness. All I had was the illuminated sign. Right. Okay. Yeah. Getcha. So it looked from from my angle. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was a bus coming the wrong way. Lovely. Or parked the wrong way. Well, don't be alarmed if you think a bus has gone the wrong way. <coughs> uh, I don't know if you're a manager. Maybe this is the thing. But also, just so you know, you're you're not alone if you feel like moaning. If you're going back to the office, um, people have said the biggest things that people are complaining about are colleagues talking too loudly. Mm. Uh, one in five will get annoyed if coworkers get too close or cough without covering their mouth. I mean, even before this, you should have been covering your mouth. You're taught that from yes. two. I uh, hope I hope shaking hands doesn't come back anytime soon. I'm um, with no shaking hands. I've shaken hands recently enough for people, yeah. Oh, I didn't necessarily put the hand out first, bird. but but uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I've done it myself, but I didn't, didn't want to. It was because like, oh, God. Forty uh. percent of us are less tolerant than, than pre-pandemic, which kind of makes sense. If you have been home, I know people that are going in, well, they haven't even gone in yet, still. So if you're very used to your own space and your own time and you can readjust yourself in private in the box room... I've, I've seen, uh, no, yeah, I've seen people lose the rag. People are much more tetchy. They go yeah. from they go from nothing to what are you doing? Yeah. So In, do we all need kind of how to re like when you leave prison? They they teach you how to reintegrate into society. Do we need the same for going back to an office? Yes, I'd say you probably. It's do. been two years. It's a long time. I mean, uh, if you're one of those people uh, if, who are kind of nervous about being close up with people, you know, there's lots of people who are. Yeah. Being forced into the office there where you this. Well, like, you've been able to leave a buttery knife on the sink till five o'clock, it'll wait. If you yeah. do that in the canteen, you'd probably annoy somebody. Can't be opening your tin of tuna and not draining the... Well, that's a, that's an international law. Like, the, anybody opens a tin of tuna and doesn't leave running water. Yeah. That's, but again, you might That's have, a hate crime. At home. <laughs> at home, you mightn't have bothered. You're like, oh, I'll do it later. No, so again, yeah. it's two years of habits. Trying to reverse them. Oh, I, I remember they, I used to work with somebody who used to have tuna every day. Every day, every day, and, weirdo. But they wouldn't use the running water, and so they well, started the start putting the signs up. If you're, these are polite signs now. Yeah. <laughs> if you're using tuna, can you please use running water and wash the Hot. tin out? Yeah. And you know, just make sure you, you for the benefit of everyone else. And they'll be like, oh, the tin will be left there. Oh, the stink of it. By the way, while we're on the subject of tuna, people who guess the tins of tuna in anything else but spring water, if you get it in brine or you get it in oil, there's something wrong with you. What do you mean, something wrong with you? It's weird. What do you mean it's weird? It's all oily and yeah, oily. Yeah, it's like opening a, it's like opening a bottle of chip well, pan. olive oil. Yeah, I it's haven't seen oil. them in olive oil. It's in olive oil. Yeah, man, it's sunflower oil. Otis, O T I Z. She's left. Yeah. Thanks for playing everybody else who makes tuna. Otis, we have a winner. They also make lifts. I think, don't they? No, that's O T I S. O T I Z. Otis. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's O T I S. O-T-I-Z in the little red tin I think they're Italian Right Holy good lord Good night I'd say the only people that are interested in our tuna conversation 25 7 are pregnant ladies who are craving it Well if you like tuna crackers. Try, try that Thank me later Seriously With That's chocolate flakes sprinkled Would you stop saying that I can't stop saying it man I can't stop saying it It's I not even it. your catchphrase I know it's not my catchphrase I'm, I'm quite willing to I need to get my own catchphrase 
I think we're going to play the original man who came up with it on the show at some point. We did a, we did a thing years ago and it was like, came up with a new catchphrase and the best one that people sent in was, you wouldn't get that in Dunny Carney. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good catchphrase. <laughs> well, you need a new one. Yeah, okay. 7-4, the strawberry alarm clock. It's still number three on the most Shazam tunes around at the moment. So uh, if, if you're not sure, it's Lost Frequencies, Cam Scott. Does it sample something else? Uh, probably, yeah. It just sounds sounds a bit familiar. It's just going round and round in my head, literally. Mm. Yeah, that's the story with that. So fair play to them. Anyway, that's that's what it's called. Uh, I've noticed this in, in what people are wearing. So uh, you know, there's been a lot of the talk for loads of reasons for punishing people because they can't afford a house because they eat avocados, which is kind of ridiculous. But uh, that. Well, does economist econom- say that, is it? Uh, I think economists started stop, this. Stop eating avocados, yeah. People who, you know, are lucky uh, come out with those lines then as well. It's kind of offensive to people. Yes. But um, <clears throat> there is a bit of a movement going on. So, flat whites, you would associate with what type of people? Um, Australians. Like, well, apart from them, they like beards. They like beards? Yeah, craft beer. Flat whites, beards, craft beer. What do you think so? Not Australians, Jim, no. No, but like, no, I'm saying, are you saying that you associate people who drink no. flat whites with craft beers? There's a type of person, there's a name for them who would drink flat whites, craft beers, and have beards. We've, oh, oh sketches. Yes, yes. What are they called? <laughs> they are called. Nugent? Have yeah. you done your homework? I, I, I can't remember their names at the moment, sir. Part of, part of your bone and your body halfway down would be the first Hipsters. part. Hipsters. That's the one. Hipsters. It's all over. It's over for hipsters? Yes. Oh, why? What's yeah. going to happen to them? What's coming back? And I've noticed this. People are wearing different kind of shoes now. People are wearing... Socks? How many... No, how many... T- We're a long way off socks, aren't we? If the ankle socks go out with this movement as well, for okay. lads, brilliant. It's the death of the hipster, everyone. There's a new wave. So, I don't know what kind of jeans... Like, there was all kinds of different jeans in the 1990s. Some associated with music and rave. Not sure if it's going to go that far. They look like leggings, some of those jeans. But those bootcut jeans are coming back in. Platform shoes are coming back in. Uh, a lot of Levi stuff is coming back in. You've, I'm sure you've seen people wearing the Levi t-shirts. Yeah, well, denim always comes in and out. Yeah. So uh, the movement now is that all the stuff that you'd associate with hipsters and cafes, it's all slowly, slowly going. And everything from the 1990s is coming back in. Like what? So Clothes. What is, is there a name for it? Like grunge, is it? Uh, I don't denim think so, no. Like... Rock, is it? Rockers? T- More young fellas are now dressing like Liam Gallagher than yes, they are, somebody yeah. else track suits. I 10 years there's ago. There's a lot of sort of uh, track suits, hoodies. Yeah. Hoodies with track suits is, you know, black. And if you were around in the 1990s, then chances are you have somebody to clothes. So if you want to dress younger, all you've got to do is go up to your attic. Yeah. Or your wardrobe or stuff you haven't worn in years and years. It's all coming back. So what'll happen to the hipsters? Will they be... Uh, I don't know. Will they be chased out of... Uh, I don't think they'll be chased, but... On their bicycles. Hipsters with, are with now... Their, with, their, uh, <laughs> with their film cameras and their glasses. They don't have glass in them. Hipsters are now 10 years older. So they've, you know, they've moved on with their lives. They're hopsters now. They're not hopsters. They're bike. not cool anymore. Well, I don't know if they ever were, but... I don't think hipsters were ever cool. That, that was the whole idea, that hipsters uh, were kind of nerdy and they mm. embraced being nerdy. I don't think hipsters... Do, hipsters don't give a damn, do they? Hipsters don't um, care. Do you, hipsters? Probably not. No, because they're again. Hipsters would be too cool to respond. Because they're 10 years older, so they don't care. They don't care. Uh, oat milk is another thing. 
Don't ask for that in a coffee shop anymore. Why not? Because it's a hipstery thing to do. I don't mind a bit of oat milk. I, I just wonder. I don't. I don't get milk in my coffee, but I don't mind a bit of oat milk. Does that mean wokeism would also? Doesn't feel like it's been around as long as the hipster. Oh, where are you going now? You went from hipsters to oat I think milk you'd all to put woke. Under... Where, no, where are you going with woke? Oat to woke to broke. Well, the, the, all the different milks, the nut milks, I'm okay with them. Right. Yeah, and rice milk, all that. Yeah, that's okay. Well, the 90s are being reimagined. Okay. Look at all the movies being rebooted even from yeah, they are, from yeah. that, that era. So that's where we're going today. If you want to look cool... Get yourself a, a Levi's T-shirt. Well, if you're a hipster listening now, right? What What do you do? Have you noticed that you've stopped um, using the pipe in your emoji in your in your profile picture? I never saw too many pipes. Now I know. I've I mean, seen a few people with pipes in oh, their yeah. profile pictures. Not yeah. Elflas now. No. Right. And some questionable, uh, you know, facial hair. Yeah. Well, that, that that's twisty moustaches and things like that. Yeah. That's that's all gonna. That's never gonna go. There's always gonna be. Yeah, but there'll be Elflas. My like. Okay, the hipsters. So yeah. you'll never see young hipsters. So anymore. if you're now. Right, you've been locked up for two years. Life is finally kicking back in again. Your early twenties. You're not going to grow a beard. So it's so it'll be like you don't hips- want oat milk. So hipsters are going. What's going to happen to them? They're just they're all just- thirty and forty now. Okay, they're old. You can still be a hipster if you want, but you're not going to be cool. Wow. Whereas a few years ago, maybe you were. The writing's on the wall now, hipsters, huh? It certainly is. Nobby said it. Um. So yeah, take out the old hoodies or your big sister ask her, can you borrow? Yeah, to get your old big sister. It's a lot cooler now as well to wear... she re- says. It's, it's, it's a lot cooler now to wear recycled stuff and stuff that uh, hasn't been infected into a bin rather than buying new stuff. Yeah, of course. So that's, that's well, hipsters thing. Well, hipsters were way ahead of that game. They were wearing Possibly. grandfather shirts. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, Dish the Dirt's on the way. We'll reveal who uh, the two huge members from a huge, huge band. Like, you'd be blessing yourself. Um, they'll be on the show yeah, before the end of the week. It's one of my favourites ever. But uh, we'll tell you who they are and dish the dirt in a couple of minutes. Josh Gab was one of our favourite guests we've had uh, in studio. Noel Gallagher is in that list. There's some amazing, amazing names. Uh, adding to that list later this week, Dave Grohl and Nate Mandel from the Foo Fighters will be chatting about their movie Studio 666. Which is out on Friday. Which is a horror comedy. It's very funny and proper horror. It's no messing around. And uh, we'll talk to them on this show during the week. And like many other times, the band don't take themselves too seriously in it. That's class. That's class. Uh, this is uh, new music right now. New music incoming very soon from Florence and the Machine. Uh, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been, it's been a while. Been a couple of years, anyway. She's still at no fireworks, anyway. Well, it's just a teaser. Uh, the, the the chapter chapter one is the uh, some sort of restaurant that they're doing. No, not the restaurant. No. Tom Holland reveals what Spider-Man is no way home a wearing a fake butt. Why? Uh, Tom Holland talks about his Marvel press tours, working with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man and No Way Home, and learning how to bartend for Uncharted. I'll give you a spoiler, <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you who, but one of us has a fake ass in their suit. Really? <laughs> Wow! You can figure out that for yourselves. Well, I mean, see, this is a real, this is, you know, everybody thinks you're such a nice guy, but you're all about ticket sales. Because now, everybody here is going back out to try to find the fake ass. I remember being on set and being like, wow. (laughs) Oh, hang on a minute. No, that's not real. (laughs) Right. I don't know, like, obviously Americans have heard of the word arse, but they don't call it arse. He said ass. Yeah. Um, Oh, they've heard of ass. Yeah. 
No, I know. Jackass. Yeah, but not arse. He's first of us at arse. Did Col- he say arse? Colbert, I think, changed it to, you know, ass. Uh, Kanye West has rapped about putting Pete Davidson's security at risk on a new Donda 2 track. Uh, this this all happened overnight, I think. Is this a bonus track on Donda now? Yeah, there was a, there was kind of a stream of some new tracks. Pops home, I ain't getting frisked. I put your security at risk. I put the security at risk. Okay, we gonna make this an event. Y'all gonna need security for this. Ah. Uh, I ain't getting frisked. I put your security at risk. I walk in the crib, no getting frisked. Naked in the kitchen, cooking grits. Tell your mama, come give me a kiss. Security, gonna need security for this. The next I'm Kardashian. I'm making, like, making, like, making lists. <laughs> the next Kardashian West uh, kid's birthday party. It's gonna be very awkward. Now, is this, is this a showbiz thing? Are they building up to... Who's to benefit from it, though? Well, he said, like, he even hinted in that rap there that we could make this an event. Unless Keep It Up With Kardashians comes back and the two boys are in it. Or you do a pay-per-view scrap between Kanye and Pete Davidson for cash. I don't see Kanye getting the He fight. said, let's make this an event. Yeah, maybe. What else does he mean? A rap off? Yeah, maybe. A comedy off? Okay, Maybe. Britain's Got Talent's Lost Voice Guy finally gets a Geordie accent. Uh, Britain's Got Talent winner Lost Voice Guy has finally received his new Geordie accent, which he can be- now begin to use. Why I? Hello, it's Lost Voice Guy here, and I'm delighted to say I've found my Geordie accent. That's very good, isn't it? Sounds like ants in it the middle. It does, yeah. Listen. Hello, it's Lost Voice Not there now. Guy here. Just, just here. This uh, sounds like ants. And I'm delighted to say... It does sound like Ant. It's Ant. I found my Geordie accent. And the deck at the end. It sounds like deck at the end, yeah. What are you missing? Is this part of Saturday Night Takeaway? Hardly. Maybe which, it's going to be the, the end of the show show. Which continues uh, this Saturday night. Right, that is Dish the Dirt for now. Again, uh, Olaf. No, not him. Jo- <laughs> hey, Josh Gad's birthday Olaf. today. It's Olaf. Uh, Qualifying question. 10 questions, 1,000 euro. F104's Instagram. That's the law and that's fact. It's time. For some strawberry alarm clock messages. Ladies, this is your lucky day. I'm Magic Mick, a saucy dancer, in that I like tomato sauce. And I dance. I'm also a trucker. That's my full-time gig. But anyway, back to the dancing. I dance to any sort of music. Country, hip-hop, R&B, techno, love ballads, like Adele. Forget your Channing Tatums and Matthew McCoggany's. Magic Mick is a real man. A lazy man. That hasn't lifted a weight since 2004. But watching me dance will lift your spirits. I also twerk. Magic Mick. Available for your little get-together. I'm not cheap. Do you like making money? Answer the question, big boy. If you like making money, then all you have to do is send me 50,000 euros in an envelope. Yes, big boy, you will like it when I send you $70 million back in the post. It will be in a large black bean liner. Yes, garbage bag of cash. There is nothing unusual about this request. This is not a scam or phishing or anything like that. Having said that, there is no need to alert the police to my amazing money-making get-rich-quick scheme. Don't say that, big boy. I am your money-making friend. Yes, 
It will be like we got married at the bank and then had a cash baby together. Please send me your credit card details and 50,000 euros. Thanks, big boy. Storm Chasers, the epic new blockbuster on Irish TV. All the time these days. Storm Chasers. Heroes that nonsensically stand out in the rain for dramatic effect. Don't make unnecessary journeys. Don't take risks on treacherous roads. Seriously, you could have told us that from inside a warm room looking out the window. Storm reporters that state the absolute obvious. Storm Franklin making waves this afternoon. Who look on when somebody else cleans up the mess. Falling trees and branches also knocked out electricity supplies as wires snapped when they were hit. And bring us pointless behind-the-scenes exclusives. I'm now in the weather studio and it's from here that I present the weather forecast after the news. Storm chasers. Some heroes wear anoraks holding umbrellas and microphones. Their actions are idiotic. Have you downloaded my new podcast? All me mates down at Marion Gates. Each week we'll have a new friend of mine and we'll be hanging around down at Marion Gates watching the darts going up and down. There's a dart, Trevor. Look at that, there's, a, there's another dart, Trevor. Putting some of our bottles in the bottle bank and sometimes going to the Circle K for a sandwich. We can go and do some skimming, some stones in the sea if you want as well later. All me mates down at Merdian Gates, the new podcast. You can get it on your phone, online all the time, or wherever you get your podcasts. The traffic will be very, very heavy around five down here at Merdian Gates. We're all me mates. Please listen to it. Questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at MissQuote.ie. Joanne from Clontarf. Uh, my enemies are after me. Please send me lots of money. It means nothing to you because you haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't. No, my husband probably has. So he's desperate for going ahead and watching loads of stuff. Where'd you go on your first date? With your husband? First date, the mercantile. The mercantile, okay. And what what did you do? Uh, just a drink, that's all. Just a drink. Now, if he'd asked you in the mercantile, would you like to get on my private jet tonight and fly with me to Paris, would you have gone? Hell no. Okay, right. <laughs> he could have been a lunatic for all I knew. But he well, exactly. Well, then that's kind of the first 10 minutes of the Tinder swindler, so. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You'll Go be watch going, it. Why, why you watch she, it. I haven't. Why is she going on the plane with him? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's loaded. <laughs> Allegedly Okay So we've got uh, 1,000 euro We have 10 questions You get the 10 yeah. questions You get the money Okay Right Yeah Have you got a 10 before In your own head Oh yeah You have got 10s yeah. Have you no, I, I'm in a car I'd often get them But um, Often get I, them I, Like yeah But like Good. I just it, it's, it's easier said than done When you're doing it Like on live On air Which <laughs> It is yeah. Which is your Worst subject Would you say Oh, sports, definitely. Soccer okay, there, more so. Okay, well, there's not a soccer question. There is a sport question, but uh, it's nothing to do with... Uh, and it's somebody quite famous, so you could do well here. Yeah, okay. The game starts in three, two, one. 
At what hour of the day does evening time begin? Six o'clock. What three-letter word is the name of an infant's bed? A cough. Which washing-up liquid brand features a baby? Fairy. The Foo Fighters are on the show this week. Who's the lead singer of the band? Dave Grohl. True or false, Logan Paul is Katy Perry's cousin. Oh. True. What nationality is Justin Bieber? Canadian. Lovatics is the fan name for which artist? The fans of which artist are Lovatics? They also love Attics. Love Attics. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Katy Perry, I don't know. What <laughs> villain does Colin Farrell play in the new Batman film? Uh, Penguin. What famous boxer is nicknamed the Gypsy King? Um, Gypsy King. Um, Tyson Fury. And Somebody That I Used To Know was a hit song for what artist? I'd love to hear the killers do that. Oh, that'd be great. Well, they have somebody tell me. I know. But gotcha uh, had somebody that I used to know featuring Kimbra. Ten years old, that song is. No way. Oh, didn't know that one yet. Well, a decade. Tyson Fury's the right answer. So you would have got that. Just a week and a bit to go till the new Batman is out. It's not for little people. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Farrell is in it He plays Penguin Justin Bieber is Canadian Lovatics is the fan name For Demi Lovato Oh I wouldn't have known that Yeah okay Makes sense when you hear it And uh, Yeah yeah it does yeah Logan Paul is Or is not Katy Perry's not cousin not Katy Perry's cousin no. Okay <laughs> So you got eight. Oh, did I Yeah No way Way Okay Oh uh, If I had it on the It's music ones Kind of Can sometimes catch me as well So yeah yeah. Hard luck. Thanks, Thanks for having a go. It's the best score okay. of the it's the best score of the week so far. Oh, is it good? Okay, that's yeah. it. Get on the swindler later, okay? I will. <laughs> good luck. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Now let's go back to something I mentioned earlier on this morning. Many many of you weren't with us uh, very early and I was telling my colleague here that I was driving in in the dark yeah. and it looked like a bus. Had your lights on, didn't you? Oh, of course I had my lights on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw in the distance I see a bus and it said uh, Phoenix Park wear a mask 46A and right. it looked like the bus was coming towards me but in the wrong lane you know so you thought the driver had gone in the wrong way well, road no so the rest of the bus, was, the bus was in darkness and I didn't I couldn't see but it looked like the front of a bus but some of those new green buses uh, on the wall the green and yellow uh, I think they're the low emission ones they have the what looks like the front of a bus at the back of a bus. Normally, the old bus would be forty six A only, right? It has all the gear. So, Nobby like- ridiculed me earlier. And Stephen, Jim, Jim, I am in town, and I've just seen one of those new green buses. The back does look very like the front of a normal bus. Thumbs up. Thank you, Stephen. Right. If you, if you look out for them, the new green buses at the back look like the front of a bus. So, so you, in but, the dark, but- it looks it looks like a bus is coming towards you, but it's going away. But somebody else sent us a message to say that there's no lower window on the ground, the, the bottom deck, anymore. So, are you saying... When you, when you look up at the sign of a bus, you're not really looking at the windows. You're just looking at the I know, sign. but is it the sign of the backs making you think it's, it's the front, whereas there's no windscreen down on the bottom deck, is what I mean? Look, traditionally, right, the back of a bus would have a smaller window up the top and just a little tiny sign saying with the number of the bus. Yeah. Now, they've got all the information they have at the front... At mm-hmm. the back as well, so mm-hmm. it looks like it looks like the dart. 
You know, the, the dart looks the same at the back. Yes, it, the back that's because the, the dart has a cab at the back. I know, but the dart, so the back of the bus now looks like it could go backwards. You can't pick the train up and spin it around and go back the other way. You can reverse a bus. The, the green Dublin bus, TFI, whatever they call themselves these days, buses with Transport yellow. infrastructure for Ireland or something, or yeah. Transport for Ireland, do you think it is? And yeah. they have a yellowy top. They look a bit like, uh, what's the name of the ice pop? They were green and yellow. Loop the loop. They have chocolate on top. Uh, you see now there. Somebody's showing. But that's you the front. No, on the other bus, Snobby. The oh, one that's here. going away from you. Sorry. It looks like it's coming towards. Near, far away. <laughs> <laughs> now when they have the brakes, uh, brake lights on. It doesn't. Oh, I like the brake lights. The brakes are very like that uh, Honda uh, Honda E. Oh, the little goes, red electric Brake light nerd. No, it is. Look, aren't those red lights are cool? Like, they are like, cool. But when the brake lights are on, you know it's it's a braking. You know you know which way it's facing. But when the brake lights are not on, it looks like it's the front of a bus. Hey, bus drivers, we know you listen to us. We yes, know we, we they let you keep your radio on, and you know. I'm right, am I? The new reader that you have at the back of the new buses looks like the bus is coming towards you. Yeah, yeah, but don't mind that. What are they like to drive? What's what's different about them? What's cooler about them? Oh, yeah. Do people still say thanks getting off on them? Or do they hate the... Tell Nobby where you, how many USB... Getting off the bus. How many USB ports you have and he'll, he'll do a little oh, video. Oh, when I get on a bus and there's USB ports in the seats, that's just so handy. Yeah. I was in... Here, here's... Hey, Dublin Airport. I know you're what's also you, listening, your, right? What's your boot capacity like? Could a family of seven go on holidays in those buses? In Champino. Champino? Champino. Where's Champino? Campino. Campino. Airport seats in Dublin Airport. Yeah. You know the, the hard seats that you sit on? Yes. They need USB ports in them. Loads of European they airports do. have USB ports in them. Dublin they Airport. Do. Get your acting gear, will you? Yeah. Anyways. But anyway, the buses, yeah, are they good? Yeah, are they go crack. If you've are you sitting on the back of them, are they more comfortable? What's what's different about when them? When you're out the about today, look out for the new green buses with the yellowy tops. Do they look like they're going the wrong way? They do to me, and when you do Send us a message and say, hey, Jim, thanks for your observation. Thank you. <laughs> Those buses got me a few times too. So confusing. Thank you. Says See, Cassandra. Nobby ridiculed me earlier. I didn't ridicule no, you. Nobody just... would want to know this fact. Right. Yeah, you had a head like you. I didn't approach because I saw. I know the saying, never meet your heroes. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't need to be disappointed. <laughs> you look like the back of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, if I look like the back of a bus, now I look like the front of a bus. So what's your point, caller? <laughs> In your face. Yes, it looks got like there, the front, really, says Ray. It nah, does. it doesn't. Look, there's oh, the no, engine door. No, Ray's being sarcastic. He's saying really with oh, three yeah. exclamation points. I agree with you, Ray. The I effect doesn't you. work in the bright, okay? When you're behind a bus and... Like there's vents for the engine. Yeah, no, in the, I'm talking, Ray, I was in the dark, right? All I could see was the sign. I couldn't see anything else. Yeah, yeah. So it looked like the front of a bus. What are they like to drive? Any better drivers? Please let us know uh, in the comments below. It's F104. So this guy, Morgan Cooper, he made a mock trailer. He, this is just a, for a bit of crack. He made uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, if they made a gritty version of it, and he put it online. It went viral. Everybody said, oh, that's great. Even Will Smith said that should be a movie. Uh, the Road to Bel-Air is a documentary. It's exclusive sneak peeks from the cast behind the scenes of footage of the making of Bel-Air, which is the real-life movie of his idea. Here we go. When I first saw the Bel-Air trailer... Look at you. Look at you. I was on the floor. Duh. For 20 years, I had been trying to figure out how to make the way back into the world. The only reason why you're not in jail is because Uncle Phil called in a favor. But the idea of shifting from sitcom to drama while still staying in the same lane of the ideas and the concepts. Who's, who's this dude? This dude's a genius. 
Get him here immediately. Imagine Will Smith wants to talk to you. I'd be a bit nervous. Saw a bit of a documentary that was going on. I think it was on Sky, and it was Will Smith talking to all the cast members. So his the woman who originally played his mother mm-hmm. was working for them, and they said, "Look, you can work for us, but it's only like two or three months' work a year. But you can't work for anybody else during that year." Okay, pay and, me not to work for other people, so. Well, they they weren't. They were just going to pay her for the two or three months, and not they weren't giving her a retainer. And she was she felt really bad about that. And then there was bad vibes on the set. She thought Will didn't like her because okay. he was a very powerful member of the cast. Mm-hmm. And they had a very tearful interview where he said, I, I know I had nothing to do with that. And she only realizes now he had nothing to do with that. And then she left the show and they were they were re, they recast her. Mm-hmm. And very, very emotional interviews with them all. And they're um, remembering the, his uncle. It was on the show, yeah. It was on the show as well. Yeah. It was very close to him. It's good. If you're a 90s kid, in 1998, there was a film called The Parent Trap. Lindsay Lohan was in it. Her life was less complicated then, shall we say. Uh, but she's recreated it on TikTok. Yes, you want to know the difference between us? I have class and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dennis Quaid and Natasha Richardson, of course, the late Natasha, were her parents in it. Okay. I don't, it was, I don't think I've ever seen it. It's, yeah, it wouldn't have probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been your thing. My radar. <laughs> uh, celebrating Philip Schofield's forty years on TV. Really, forty yeah. years on TV? He's only doing this morning, like seven years something. He had a chili. They gave him a chili the other day. I saw this clip going around online, and it right. was like they said, "This is the hottest chili on in the world." Here's a load of milk and yogurt and stuff. If you can put this in your mouth for more than two minutes, you, you'll beat a record, right? Yeah. He puts it in his mouth and he chews it for two minutes. No problem. Spits. All right. And then he's like, seeds out. No, no. Apparently, the hottest, the hottest chili or potato chip covered in chili, and he was no problem to him. Maybe he was, he's a little bit dead inside. He was sweating and everything, and then then he got in his ear. The the real record is seven minutes. Alison Hammond was only messing, <laughs> so he did it for nothing. It's forty years of Philip Schofield, everybody. It was just like talking to a pal. Well, I mean, that's the lovely thing about the the show. It's the lovely thing about yep. all of this and all yep. of us. We're all in the same building. Everyone mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's all part of a great team. That's the one thing I love. I think that when I started, um, I mean, there are all sorts of things you discover over the years what it's going to be like. But I, I realised I loved being part of a team. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's a nice feeling. It's the safety in that. Oh, very much so, because you know everybody's got your back. So that's, yeah. that, that is fantastic. He must have been on the rain then, was he? He was on the rain, yeah. But, like, what about Fern? Exactly. What about Holly? She doesn't even get a look in. It would like Fern. What about the puppet fella? He... he was part of the team. Yeah. Phil. It is the strawberry alarm clock and we can now zoom into the home of a man and I think this is appropriate date the date date we're recording this on because it is a mirror date the 22nd of Feb 2202 Wow Who better to ask about this date and what it means or does it mean nothing (laughs) than Darren Brown Good morning sir Good morning What's what's just happened then is yesterday I was uh, signing a legal document uh, which I had to do a bunch of paperwork yesterday, and I've just realised I signed everything on the wrong date because I was doing that yesterday too, 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 thinking, wow. And as you've just made me realise, no, that's today. So I've signed everything wrongly yesterday. So that's what that date means to me. That means you're off yeah. for everything you signed yesterday. It doesn't count. I hope so. <laughs> the bank, you don't owe them anything. 
Thank you so, for having me. I'm, my study, I've of, just realized that there's a dead mouse somewhere in the room. I am. It, it absolutely uh, stinks of dead mouse, this room. <laughs> it's not nice. No one wants to hear that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, apologies. That, so this, if you're getting any of it. This date and the dead mouse, they've no significance. Do they, Darren? Can you confirm that this is not... Is this a mirror day? Does any of these things in your world, do you think that that's a thing? Or is that just another... Uh, I don't think it's a thing. But it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun... Not the mouse. The mouse isn't fun. The mouse has no significance. I've tried to find it. It's going to drive me mad because it sticks around for ages. I thought it's horrible. But no, I think the date is um, is... Well, it's either the end of the world or it's okay. or it's meaningless. I'd, I'd give you those both those options just to right. cover myself. If it was the end of the world and you had to come back as a rodent, which rodent? Ah, uh, not this one. <laughs> this one is not doing too well. <laughs> Can we send a cat? Is there a cat we could get to to join you there? <laughs> cat would be good. I don't know if the dogs would like the cat. Okay, there'd be a whole circle of life. Thing. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> is it just the one mouse I think so I don't know I haven't I, I need to have a proper look they can, you, can you tell by the smell I found little sort of mouse skeletons before but there wasn't a, such a bad smell I did I found a mouse skeleton the other day mummified behind it we moved, moved to like to the country like uh, a few months ago and we're discovering all these um, sort of country ways like you know, your oil runs out. You didn't know that was a thing. I don't know oil. I didn't, <laughs> never really got my head around oil. So oil runs out, and you find yeah, you find uh, mummified rodents. It was quite a good, decent sized mouse. I don't think it, that's a different mouse, though, not the one in this room. Uh, mummified behind the um, behind the stove. Um, I, I feel I'm wasting your time with talks of no, you're not. rodents you and bad smells. Away, you can get away from that smell uh, when you come to Dublin, and you're going to perform your show, Showman, at the. My clothes uh, may still smell. Yes, <laughs> at the Gazy. At the Gazy, beautiful venue. I can't wait for four nights. And uh, I know this is in April. Yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting. Dublin's one of those cities, um, and uh, I can't speak for for Derry, London Derry, because I, I haven't played there before. But Dublin, certainly Belfast as well, uh, are proper tour highlights. There are there's a little scattering of cities on on probably any performance tour that really uh, leap out. Um, so yeah, really, really looking forward. And they're quite early on in the tour. They are in April, so uh, I'm getting a bit spoiled. This is an eight-month tour. It's the longest one I've, I've ever done and probably ever will do. Why is Dublin one of the highlights, Darren? Uh, is it, the crowd are really up for it? Is it? It's, it's, it's all well. It's the city. It's the crowd. It's the crack, mm. and it's the. It's also the theatre, like there's a lot of, there's a, it's like a whole universe of things that comes together. When, you, when you're in a theatre that um, holds the sound really well, like that makes a big difference. You can have an amazing audience, but if you can't hear them to the stage, like that, it doesn't really reach you. But it's a, it's a phenomenal crowd in a phenomenal place, theatre in a phenomenal city. And I think it's, it, it, and it's a, like a bright, lively crowd as well in both, both places. But I, again, I can't speak for Derry. I can only imagine. But Dublin and Belfast, from my experience, um, it's it, and what makes a difference, I think, are cities that have a really strong identity and like generations and generations that have grown up there. Because there's plenty of plenty of places that don't have that. They're like a catchment area and people come in from different areas and there's none of that sense of like community or sense of, you know, come on, show us what you've got. And it really it changes 
that kind of audience energy thing a lot. So I, I just, yeah, I, I, I love it. I really, really can't wait. Um, and they're both just, oh, just extraordinary, uh, extraordinary places. I, most of my time is spent, you know, kind of in coffee shops or mooching around town. And um, so again, it makes a, you know, it makes a real difference where you are. So it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. The last time we spoke to you was 2016 and it was here in the studio. And after the interview, we felt like you'd been to therapy. You felt <laughs> like someone, you'd spoken to someone who's thought about the world and you touched on the two, only two things you can be in control of are, are your thoughts, mm. your actions. And I just think after the last couple of years, people are more anxious, more anxious than, than ever. Do you find that, I mean, everything you said, whatever it was, six, six years ago is still very relevant now if not more yeah and anxiety is a anxiety is a is a strange thing because we end up on the one hand yeah you know only trying to control the things that we are in control of our thoughts and our actions and and allowing all the rest of it to be fine because we can't control it we can't change it anyway and i think that is a that is helpful it's a stoic move um but at the same time we can end up you know just demonizing the idea of anxiety and i think it has a role to play it's something we can also let sit you know it's it, you don't you don't change your job until the first one makes you feel bad or you don't change your relationship without feeling bad about the first one also you know you don't cross the road when you're young on your own without letting go of your mum's hand or something so you have to have the, a process of anxiety as part of the process of growth um and weirdly this show showman was written and was about to go out before the very first lockdown kicked in in England. Uh, we we're about to start it up that week. And it was a show about um, how the things in life that make us feel anxious and, and where, when life just you know, doesn't go well and life's difficult, it tends to feel quite isolating, like alienating or like we've done something wrong. But actually, like, those are the places that life inevitably takes us to from time to time. It, we're, we're just experiencing the actual weight of life. It's the one thing that connects us to, to everybody. Like it's the, it's the weight of just being uh, human and you can sort of feel it a little differently and see it as a point of connection rather than alienation. So this show is about that. And then lockdown happens, you know, which is this literal play out of that. We are physically isolated from each other and at the same time all sharing in this, in this thing. So, one you know silver lining of the last couple of years is we sort of had a couple of years to think about this uh i say we like me and the two guys that i write the show with to think about that and sort of uh draw more from that and and, and bring that into what the, what the show now is it's unusual to have that amount of time to think about it and i think it's it's you know it's worked well i think the show's the show has started off in, in a much better shape than any of the previous ones have yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying this one, I think, more than any of the others. And it's uh, the the response to it has been amazing. Also, has been over and above the response to the previous shows. So I'm really, I am really properly uh, excited about doing this. I've had a couple of months, like a very short tour with it last year, and now this is this is the big, um, this is the big stretch. Um, you're such an expert on trickery, and there's so many documentaries knocking around at the moment about uh, confidence tricksters and psychological tricks and when's the last time you got tricked by somebody who didn't know, <laughs> you didn't know what you do for a living like it's like ah oh. or do you spot it a mile off um i yeah God, good question i don't don't feel i've been scammed for, i'm a, i'm always getting nearly caught out by you know the mm. cheap email and text scams and so i get that a lot um but 
No, and I and I fall for fall for magic tricks all the time. I, I uh, I've, I'll often see, like, particularly Penn and Teller, you know, the American duo. Uh, you know, my jaw will just drop. And it's weird because you can be fooled by stuff you actually know how it's done. But at the time, like when somebody, because occasionally other magicians like to go, oh, it was it was this. This is how it was done. And you realise, oh, oh God, I knew that. But at, at the time, if, if, a, if a magic trick is done well, it, it should kind of take you to a place where you're not really trying to figure it out and you can completely get fooled by stuff that that weirdly you you know you knew um so I love it I love that thing of getting fooled um I'm probably I probably am quite prone to sort of uh not the not the charlatans but kind of sales techniques stuff like that I'm probably a lot a lot um weaker willed than people would like to <laughs> well, might like to think um I'm uh I'm too eager to be liked, like I'm eager to please, and that um, often kind of gets you into trouble because sometimes you need to you need to be rude in order to, you know, kind of uh, step back from it. So yeah, I'm probably not quite stony-willed as people might might imagine. So if you went into a Porsche dealership to kick some tires, it might be an expensive day out. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if only I drove. But I don't. <laughs> well, all the best people have chauffeurs. So you said last time <laughs> and housekeepers. That you loved. Uh, there's a couple of coffee spots that you were you were very fond of in Dublin. Is there anywhere in particular that you're going to hit up while you're here again? Oh God, it's been years. It's been years since I was there, so I can't. Um, I, I honestly can't remember. But the moment I'm there, I mean, they're all saved on my phone. I look, and over over the twenty years of touring, well, probably not twenty years of having the maps app on my phone, but I've I've highlighted all these places that I love. So when I turn up, I open up my phone, and there ahead of me is all these, you know. Great coffee spot. So yeah, I will find them again. Belfast is excellent for food. I remember some great lunches there. Great for photography as well. I, I do a lot of street photography and it's just um, amazing for that. Uh, oh, there's the winding stair, isn't there, in, in yeah. um, Dublin. Yes. That's great. That is great. You just spend a lot of time there. So really nice rhythm. You know, you get to sort of sit and do that during the days and think and, and write and have your time exactly as you want it. And then I get to go out and be this, you know, well-rehearsed, charismatic version of myself in, in the evening uh, I get to do that day after day after day it's just it's it's brilliant and if you don't like a place you're somewhere else the next week despite being so well known I, I presume a hat or a cap or whatever you can kind of just slip in amongst everybody and you're, you're left alone is that and a face mask I mean it's like none of me <laughs> none of you left <laughs> just two pupils walking through well the show is called Showman and it is in the Gaiety Theatre from the 12th to the 16th of April uh, Darren, it's been great to talk to you again. Oh, very nice. Thank you so much for having me back. No problem. Enjoy the show. Enjoy give, uh, give Rent a Kill a call after after this interview. Uh, I'm straight on the app, yeah, straight on the phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> All we can say is last night a half seven in our gaffs, we zoomed into Dave Grohl's gaff in LA. And because Studio 666 is out in cinemas on Friday. And it's proper horror. It's really funny. It's really, really, really funny. And you're going to love it, I think. We will have a full interview with Nate and Dave from Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. They were on our bucket list for a long time. Finally, they've got Strawberry Fight. All details of when it'll happen, we'll tell you as soon as we have access to all the footage. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.